In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast, ready to dish it out. Okay, now that we've started off with a little bit of them, what is that horrible noise? There's definitely a delay. Did somebody say something about otters? Do you need us to say something about otters? Hold on, Bill. Something happened to the sound. Yeah. Huh? Anyone listening to this episode is like, these fucking jackasses. Yeah, that shit was wild. Hello, and welcome to Three Stars Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha. I'm here with my two amazing, yet kind of far away bros, since we're doing this via Squadcast, which means we're not all together. But my bros, Bill and Brad, say hi. Hi. Hello. (laughs) Hello from the other side. You're the voice of an angel, Brad. The angel of death. The angel of death. Welcome to Three Stars Podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate every single one of you. Um, If you haven't heard our show before, we are three adequate bartenders slash servers who've been in the service industry of a combined 50 years who love to rip apart crappy Yelp reviews and not just make fun of the reviewer at their expense, but also to kind of educate you on how to write a proper review or what a uh, poor sport, poor sport, <laughs> a poor sport, what a poor sport you are is for and how a poor spot helps make sure you get the adequate amount of alcohol in your bottle out at the right price. We also like to educate you guys about the service industry and what it's like to be a server or a bartender, especially the same age, age after COVID. Um, so yeah, thanks for tuning into our show. We greatly appreciate you. Uh, please make sure to go ahead and follow us on lovely Instagram, the book of faces, Twitter, uh, hit that cute little subscribe button on the podcast platform that you do happen to listen to us on. Make sure to share, make sure to leave us a review if you'd like. I haven't said that in a while. We haven't gotten any reviews recently. If any of you are brave enough to uh, run the gauntlet, go ahead and leave us a review of what you think about us, what we can improve on, what we, you know, shouldn't improve on. We've already been told that we swear too much, so please don't say that. And we've already been told that the episodes are too long. We can't fix that. These two just talk way too long. But go ahead and leave us a review. Uh, All right. Today we're going to be talking about a company that delivers not just food, but products that you can buy at a grocery store. Um, They popped up and became extremely beneficial during COVID. Brad and I actually worked for this company during COVID, and it was quite the time. Um, And that company is called GoPuff. Uh, We decided to go ahead and find some reviews about GoPuff because being on the delivery side of it, as opposed to the receiving end of it, you know, it's quite different. It's like being a bartender and being a customer. There's always three sides to a story. Um, But before we go ahead and drop off this bag or deliver this bag, we're going to start with a little drink. Brad, what are we drinking today? (laughs) This bag. This old lady. <laughs> Have some discretion. Here's our delay. Bill's just going to come in every time and be like, whoa. <laughs> uh, all right. We're drinking highballs. And highball is a 
it there there's a wide range of highballs, but specifically we're drinking uh, whiskey and soda. Yeah, I gotta go make one. Actually, you, I, I wasn't ready. I was I was trying to do work. I'm I'm sans oh I'm sans beverage. Seriously, what is wrong with you? Quick, go make one. But isn't a highball also a type of glass? Yeah, so the highball does. Uh, I mean, it has come to me in a specific type of glass, like you see a highball glass now, or or I mean, it's basically a long, thin glass. It's been referred to as a lemonade glass, or or something like. I thought that was a Collins glass. Uh, so yeah, a Collins glass as well is also like the. That's essentially different names for a similar style of glassware. What kind of whiskey did you use? I used a uh, wild turkey. Wild fucking turkey? Yeah. Oh, look, Samantha's got one too. So Bill's the only one that doesn't. I have Elijah Craig in mine. All right. I, uh, I'm going to step into my office real quick. <laughs> Bill, quick, go make one. Two hours later. All right. Bill's back from making himself a drink. Sorry, it took me so long. I couldn't decide which whiskey I wanted it for. <laughs> which one did you go with? I went with Basil Hayden because I didn't have no fucking wild turkey Ooh, and a cherry, nice. cherry buble. I'm tweaking it. It's bubble. It's bubble. It's booble. So uh, highball is, if you go to a bar and order a highball, it's like a, it's like a class of drinks essentially. But, but when it comes down to it, it is spirit and soda water. And so that's what we're drinking. It's pretty sweet. I didn't know that. I didn't know any of that. Well, there's more. But wait, there's more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. But we have to wait. <laughs> All right. We'll wait for more later. Uh, let's go ahead and start with an appetizer, shall we? Who wants to uh, Who wants to read the appetizer? And we're going to go ahead and rip through these as quickly as possible because I did pick out appetizer, main course, and a couple of desserts, folks, because they're just too good to pass up. All right. I'll read the first one as soon as I get to it because I apparently had skipped way ahead. Appetizer. This is one appetizer, yeah? Yes, I believe. Yeah. All right. So this is GoPuff in Aurora, Colorado. The, this is a one-star on Yelp from uh, July of 2020. Well, great idea, but poorly executed. First off, they didn't have two of the three sodas I wanted. The soda they did have was delivered warm. Needless to say, I will not be using them again. July of 2020, dude. Ah. Right. I mean, you want to bitch about sodas? Yeah. Did you get your toilet paper? You really? Oh my gosh, you're right. So, you know what I think? Uh, I, we actually, yeah, we, we, we were privy to some of the goings on. Uh, we were driving for them at that time? No, not yet. No, not, not yet. Not for another two or three months. Couple months, yeah. We started in, yeah. Yeah, we started in September. September, October. Uh, so, they are they they basically have like warehouses essentially and to some extent they have coolers and refrigeration but not necessarily everything i no. mean their coolers were for uh were they they used for like their beer yeah right the stuff yeah. that people As should, should be absolutely cold. need to have cold usually like if you need to throw some ice in your soda throw some ice in your soda Right, and that was the that was the point on this. I was like, seriously, you don't have ice? That's a stupid review anyway. That's a stupid <laughs> I review. I like the fact that they didn't have two of the three of the sodas I wanted. They give you a list. It's like it's like online grocery shopping. They give you a list, and if they run out, they run out. I mean, we just came out of a pandemic, so calm yourself down, dude. <laughs> like, you should be grateful that somebody's delivering soda to you. 
We just opened up. Right. And still in July, it was yeah. it was the heat of the pandemic. I mean, we didn't even really open up, open up, right? Like you and I had started back to work, but the right but that was i mean i was at the airport you were still dealing with like 25 percent or less at uh at the breakfast place where you were working and you still couldn't go into a supermarket much less place an order through a company like gopuff and get all the things that you right. wanted right i'm gonna give this turd one star at best you're gonna flush this turd <laughs> yeah one star Although I do have to say his grammar is, is good. Well, his grammar probably grammar passed good. away from COVID. Ah, oh, that's bad. Don't say that. <laughs> so Brad, Brad, you're drunk with power. You're like, they're squad casting. You're like, I can say whatever you I want. That's your own joke. That's so terrible. <laughs> you can edit that out. I might leave that one in. <laughs> All right. Now that we've gone ahead and started with an amuse-bouche and warmed things up a little bit, let's go ahead and get into an amazing segment that I really enjoy, Behind Bears with Bill. I just want to preface this by saying uh, Grubhub made approximately $1.8 billion uh, in 2020. You've got to so be kidding. Put that in your pie. I just Googled it, man. Would Google lie, Brad? I mean... <laughs> uh, <laughs> what, would would anybody lie? <laughs> right, right. Uh, I was that, and that's a. Uh, I mean, I'm pretty, pretty guilty of using third party um, vendors for food delivery because uh, you know I'm a single lady, so I just, I just do what I want, um, and I don't cook a bunch, not as much as I used to. So, um, like, I know, like, I'll easily spend fucking. Sixty, ninety dollars in a week, you know. And if I'm, if it's a pay, like a good week, you know. I just, uh, if football's on, we did, uh, we ate out twice on Sunday. So, and then we delivered both times. But Domino's, we delivered, we got delivered from Domino's, like, cause we're classic. And bud. they delivered themselves. Yes, uh, I think there's a mobile app or something that we employed. Yeah, uh, it's super convenient, and I totally, I understand and I agree with it. I was when I was uh, just trying to do some. On the fly research there, I saw something like 20%, 25% in fees that like third-party vendors are charging the restaurant. Whoa. So like, I oh guess, you know, gosh, like under the facade crazy. of, oh, isn't this convenient and this, isn't this nice? You make $1.8 million. Wait, uh, million or pandemic, billion? And then you, or billion, billion, I think. Yeah, billion. Sorry, I'm thinking about like three different things. Approximately 1.8 billion US dollars. Yeah, so billion. And then to turn around and then charge those same restaurants that you were claiming to like be helping, you know, like uh, to charge them like 20, 25% in fees on top of what you're charging, you know, the, the, the guest, I guess, I don't know, the customer in this, in this equation. It's just kind of dickish. It's very Bezos-esque. Jeez. Yeah, the, the model that they have is absolutely horrendous. And I know that uh, one, of the, one of the articles that you shared with us in the notes says that basically the model is here to stay. And I think we've mentioned this before, right? It's like they charge 30% or the restaurant only gets 70% and then Grubhub or whoever gets or DoorDash gets 30%. And then they charge an additional delivery fee. 
Well, it's it's crazy to me. Like, remember the old days? You had to call people on your rotary phone. You had to fucking order pizza with via smoke signal. In your case, Brad, like, <laughs> I mean, it's. Uh, I had to wait for that joke to land. I was like, is that the was that the delay or was that just not? <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. And I feel like I, I think that's this. <laughs> that's the solution is just, uh, I know some web, some, some pizza places and stuff you can order direct from the, like on the website, you don't even have to talk to a person. Um, but like some of these smaller restaurants, I think that's kind of what Grubhub and well, I can't really speak to GoPuff cause I never used them, but, um, like that's, that's kind of like what they were going for. They're like, Oh, we're, we're helping, you know, the, we're helping these small businesses reach, people they otherwise wouldn't be able to reach, you know, cause they, they'd have to employ delivery drivers and like how much more of your like total, your takeaway for the day, like how, what percentage of that would you have to pay your delivery drivers versus what percentage are you paying the fucking Grubhub drivers? Like what difference does it really make? Like if you want to support local businesses, you should, I mean, I don't, I'm not going to go, I might go pick some stuff up in my sweatpants, but it kind of defeats the purpose, right? Like I want it delivered. I'm willing to pay more for it to be delivered, but I'd rather the business succeed than fucking Grubhub or DoorDash or what have you. For sure. I'm reading one of the articles that you put in the the notes, Bill, um, and it says Chicago pizza boss owner, I can't even pronounce his name, shared a photo of a March statement from Grubhub, one of the country's biggest food delivery apps. The now viral post revealed one of the one of his um, restaurant clients brought in one thousand dollars and forty one thousand forty two dollars and sixty three cents worth of orders during that month, but only pocketed three hundred and seventy six dollars and fifty four cents after all of Grubhub's fees were deducted. That is just insane insane yeah it's totally insane and well you know, and pl plus what uncle sam's taking you know like you're you're like what's the point in even doing it you're, you're you're basically paying to fucking work and make money or to make food for people <laughs> it's ridiculous i mean there's a lot that goes into something like grubhub doordash uh, which is completely different from GoPuff. Uh, i mean there's there's a ton from what you had said bill about being able to reach customers that you otherwise might not have had. There definitely were a lot of uh, restaurants that survived on the ability to deliver to all of those customers because, I mean, they would have had to have employed, you know, two dozen delivery drivers a day, you know, minimally. And that's, that's, well, yeah, you if know, you want to keep up with, with the uh, demand, you're right, depending, you know, right. Like, I mean, it's like it, that it, scene in the bear, right? Like, yeah, if you don't course. know what you're doing. And you, you like you just get you get rat fucked by these third party vendors like right. you cannot so, keep up with that demand. So there's that, and then uh, in that episode, so there's a recent episode on uh, CityCast Denver that talked about tipping, and I love that show. Yeah, it's a great show. But in that, they talked about how the model has changed so much because now there are instances like Grubhub and DoorDash and Uber Eats where you're already paying more for a convenience fee or whatever it is that you know those companies have tacked on then you're expected to tip on top of it which now is like even more because if you're still expected to tip 20 percent then you know you're talking about now paying you know right already like another 30 to 40 percent what you would have paid if you would have just gone pay, and gotten it yourself right and i think that's i mean i think 
I think we're addicted to convenience, especially since COVID. I'm, I'm just as guilty of it. Uh, right. And I mean, Amazon Prime owns Thursday Night Football right now. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. This is just, it's like you said, the bottle's here to stay, uh, which is kind of horrifying, but it's, I think there's ways around it. You know, I'm a bit of a people's champion, man of the people, so to speak. But like, uh, you could, like, if, if, if I got to get up and drive 10 minutes in my sweatpants, Fucking in my in my PJs, I feel like that's that's a better. I mean, it's it's a it's better solution than fattening this cow that is like the third party vendor. I think it's a little different when like with groceries and things of that nature and like prescriptions, weed. I think by all means you should be able to have like we uh, booze delivered to you because that's keeping drunk people like out, off the road. I think that's great, <laughs> but I think that's like. I you know that you, you you have to expect to pay more for conveniences like that, and I like. I would rather see local restaurants thrive than see another Jeff Bezos in the Grubhub and in the fucking DoorDash situation. You know, like I've only ever used Grubhub. Every time I've tried to use anything else, it was a fucking nightmare. And uh, so, like, I stuck with it, and I pay like a monthly premium to avoid fees, like like certain fees. So, like, some restaurants don't charge me to deliver. So there's that, but I'm paying for it every month. It's like fucking Costco or something, you know? It's like a membership, which is kind of elitist in and of itself. I had no idea that that was even a thing. Yeah, you can do it with Uber too. Like, so Uber doesn't surge on me. I pay like X amount every month, and I avoid surge surge charges. But I can't do I'm not going to do that with Uber and Lyft, you know, and like sometimes it's crazy. Sometimes Lyft is charging like 125 bucks and Uber is still charging me 30. I'll tell you what, right? like the, the level of subscriptions are right. what are what are keeping people poor. I agree. Like it's too much convenience, dude. It's like exactly. I, yeah. Like I, you said, you're crazy. addicted to convenience. And I'm like, I'm also against monopolies, but, and I have no, no qualms of against Uber yeah. and Lyft, man. That's just crazy. I think, I think they're great. I think that they, they save lives, but you know, on the other side of that coin, it's just like, you're taking Ubers and Lyfts to fucking local bars to support those businesses, you know, right. like the, like Grubhub I have no and, problem with rideshare that like, I think that's phenomenal. Right. It, like it, and it, I think it vastly beats out the taxi cab system because you would Absolutely. have to wait you'd have to wait so i remember waiting an hour and a half for a taxi easily if it even showed up and we didn't have the little gps trackers on our fucking pocket tricorders you know like back right. in my day right yeah you had to call <laughs> and then you had to call back and ask where your taxi was Right. And uh, I mean, like, it makes sense for Uber, right? It's like an, an evolution, you know, like, oh, we're already got all these drivers out. Like, how about we just deliver food for people? But like Grubhub, that's all they're doing. And like, uh, I'm, I feel like I'm picking up Grubhub. It's not like it, it's not intentional, but it's just well, it's like we're picking on it's Yelp. Like, yeah. Or post. <laughs> I mean, we are picking like, on Yelp. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, and it's I, I don't know. I, we, I know we've touched on it before and it does. It just kind of does. It, it kind of hurts my feels a little bit. It's like the Bezos thing. Like after I worked in one of those warehouses for what a month, like I'm like I'm fucking boycotting Jeff Bezos. I'm not using Amazon anymore, and that lasted maybe two months, maybe like because it's just it's too convenient. And, and I just I don't know. I think there's there's a deeper subject matter there, you know, that would could stand to be revisited. Also, it kind of I wasn't really re ready for tonight. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> 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 and there's the truth. <laughs> uh, that is a tasty beverage, though. Oh, good. What is it, a hanky-panky? <laughs>
Uh, Bill, are we good? Uh, yeah, we're good. I'm good if you're good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> wow, what a great audience. All right, shall we go ahead and move on to the main course? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Who wants to read this one? You. Me? Okay, great. All right. <laughs> Thank you. All right. So this is Go Puff again. This is Denver, Colorado. It's a one-star Yelp review of 42020. So right in the heart of the pandemic when everybody is shut down. If you enjoy wasting time, money, and energy, order from GoPuff. They are the most disgraceful, uncultured, and unprofessional individuals I have ever had the displeasure of ordering anything from. My orders have not been delivered for the past two evenings. The call center agents shouldn't be out alone or unmedicated. They react with disbelief while on the phone, have no clue about previous calls because notations are not made and place you on hold without notification. I'm sorry. And places you on hold without notification. They speak poorly of each other and don't know their butts from the hole in the ground. (laughs) They will be out of business soon. I will never order from them again. You shouldn't either. Update. They have been charging my account without delivering the orders. This is theft. The call center agents are as rude and unprofessional as ever. They were dismissive and rather stupid by telling me that the app does not work with USAA. This makes no sense. Okay. While some of this is funny, it's really annoying. USAA? Yeah, I don't understand. Well, that's, that's that's a military company that allows military people to have credit credit limit and stuff like that. But I, I right. don't know what she's talking about there. This is a girl, by the way. I don't know what she's talking about there because it there should not be a problem with a credit card company at all because it's a credit card company. Um, right. And the fact that she said that she hadn't gotten her del- orders for the past two evenings, that's a crock because when I worked for GoPuff, we had to go out and deliver it. Had to as best as possible. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, I don't really understand. I mean, I, I understand the thing where the app didn't work because we would have issues with the app all the time, like where uh, it would just suddenly like crash on us and we couldn't see what we were doing. However, the whole thing about things not being delivered, when we would have to make a delivery, we would have to, uh, we'd have to take a picture of the item. And then, and that would upload like in, like in front of the door. Right. And the idea with that was to take that picture and have it show like the number on the door or something like that to show that we were actually delivering it to the right place where we were supposed to. So it's entirely possible. And we delivered so many times where we would deliver something and then it would just sit out there on their porch because they didn't want contact because it was COVID. Right. And no one wanted to be face to face. And so we'd take that picture, we'd deliver it and drive away. And it's still sitting out there on the porch. Yeah. I, you know, it just, I, I'm going to call bullshit on this chick because no joke. We, like Brad said, we had to take pictures. If people then, like, if people then 10, 15, 20 minutes later called the call center, stating that they hadn't gotten their delivery, that call center would then call us on our routes and be like, Hey, did you drop this off? And we either, you know, would have to verify with a picture 
or, you know, it was like a, no, I, I wasn't able to make it because the address is incorrect or something. There was, so there was no excuse whatsoever for your delivery to not make it to your door at some point in time. No excuse. Yeah. There were times too, where we, where we had to re-deliver things. Yeah. I think she's a little cuckoo about the call center. They react with disbelief. Well, I'm sorry if you don't know where your drop-off is set. <laughs> if you don't know your own house. <laughs> but like, And not to mention the call agencies, they're not the people delivering the stuff. So maybe there was a little disbelief. But it's not an intentional, oh my God, really? I wasn't there? Yeah, and know. we would also, I, I think during that time especially, the number of porch piracies just went oh, up. Yeah, that shit was going like crazy. Exponentially, right? Like you would hear about like porch pirate things going on, you know, from <gasps> oh, time yeah. to Sounds time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a different kind of pirate bill. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a different kind of pirate Arr. bill. Uh no, it but you would have like the you would hear about, you know, porch pirates stealing packages and whatnot, but once everything <laughs> was getting delivered then it just went up drastically. Right. Yeah. And again, GoPuff was really good about once people called in to state that they did not get their package, their ba their bag, we were notified. Again, either one of us who actually delivered the first time around, we would have to re-deliver or somebody else would re-deliver. There was no discrepancy whatsoever. If there happened to be some sort of discrepancy, GoPuff would either take care of that bill that was charged they'd refund the money or they would give you a credit plain and simple so i i don't know what again i don't know what this lady is talking about yeah but why do i want a credit for some shit that never got delivered like that's not gonna ever get delivered <laughs> so you can reorder the well next i mean time. at least you're getting your money back right yeah i mean if you're getting your money back a refund's one thing but a credit for some shit that may or may not get delivered is i mean that's i don't know i'm not trying to talk trash i i like do you like was it good working for them was, no. was it, does it seem like a good business like i mean i i would say that it was um i i made decent money like for the fact that at the time it was um like i i, I needed work right like one of my right. jobs wasn't wasn't reopened yet and while i was making good money at the one job like no joke i think i took I think I realized that I took like a twenty or thirty thousand dollar hit that year, yeah. and I was like, yeah. "Holy shit! I need to figure out how I'm going to make that money up." The downside to any delivery job is, you know, the gas mileage, wear uh, repairs, yeah. where yeah, that you have to do to your car. I mean, no joke. I I actually uh, ripped the bumper off of my car. Uh, because I couldn't see something in a snowstorm when I was delivering, and I ended up. That's you know, right. whatever that was, that was like a month's worth of my, of my go puffing went to fixing yeah. my car. Right. So, I mean, those things being what they are, the, the company itself was definitely, it was worth working for, for me because I tended to work more night shifts, whereas Samantha worked more of the day shifts and the day shifts, the delivery money just isn't there because you needed to work no. those night shifts where you're delivering alcohol. Those are the ones yeah. where where yeah. it's their their higher price points and people are tipping more. Yeah. 
I mean, don't don't get me wrong. It it definitely did help supplement our income. Yeah, but I mean, like, let's say if we were making like twenty five dollars an hour, then once you hit the wear and tear and the gas and all of that kind of stuff, that took it down below the twenty dollar an hour mark, right? So you're you are you know spending. Yeah. You're spending that time out there working and and just for us being in the industry it just wasn't the same money right like obviously yeah. you know and you're an essential worker right i mean if you're out there fucking working and during this time like you're an essential worker making fucking barely making minimum wage well there were curfews that uh we did not have to adhere to because we were delivery drivers whereas other people were out there you know getting tickets and whatnot if you were out past a certain time and all of that jazz fucking wild did i ever tell you about the time uh i made a special delivery up on east colfax uh you've told me about multiple special <laughs> deliveries on east colfax you guys be more specific Brad. so one of the things that uh gopuff sells everything and i didn't realize to the extent of which they sold everything at first i thought it was just like groceries and alcohol and you know essential items and whatnot food and, and then i find myself like yeah. delivering condoms and vibrators and and uh and i had a i had a one item delivery (laughs) to a uh to the one of those super shady shady motels up on three stars podcast uh, uh, after dark yeah this was like seriously after dark dark. and this was way Way after dark (laughs) this is way up like past quebec (laughs) on east colfax and it was this shady <laughs> motel. And normally you don't necessarily like look at the items, but I just so happened. Just couldn't like, help yourself. Well, it, it'll it taste you it in the app. <laughs> in the app, it gives you a list of the items that you're delivering because you are, you know, supposed to make sure that you're <laughs> delivering. And and I see this, I see the picture first, and I was like, wait a second. And I zoom in and then I open the bag and look, and I am delivering a butt plug. Nice. <laughs> so, nice. So I go and I I go and I knock I knock on the door because you're like, you know, you're supposed to like take the picture the back door. And <laughs> so I mean the this motel is just super, super sketch. But I go up to the door and I and I place the bag and I take the picture to show that it's delivered at like door six or nine or whatever it is, and I end up uh I knock on the door and the the blinds are pulled and i go back into the car and i just i i see from the car i see the door just like open and a hand reaches out grabs the bag ah. and pulls it back in <laughs> oh, no <laughs> uh t- it's like old oh, greg dude it's so gross dude it was so weird because it was like especially Especially like given the time, it was like you know it was like something very post-apocalyptic. So like right, needed right. their their post-apocalypse butt plug. You're like risking your life for a butt plug. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> like way up in like the shady. Disney would never go for it. No. <laughs> it's the oh next. Uh, it's the next Terminator movie. You shut your whore mouth, Brad. <laughs> You Get to the butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> the governator in my presence. <laughs> Blasphemy. Oh, my goodness. Well, what are we going to rate this lovely review? 
I don't know. There's just so much unbelievable about the review having worked for the company that, you know, like that this person had this many problems. I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, the review itself is, it's written it's well enough, but I just, it, there's just so yeah. much of it that's Where unbelievable. Where are the pictures? Where are the pictures of the items you didn't get? Yeah. Where are the pictures? <laughs> I want to say I need evidence. Yeah, I. Well, the only one that even cares about the rules. I don't know. I've, I'm going to give her one star because, again, as you said, Brad, it's like working for the company. We did everything in our our possible realm to make sure you got your order. So, yeah, I, I, I think she's calling Wolf. Right. I mean, wait, she's I calling was... a wolf or she's crying wolf? I didn't hear. Crying wolf, calling did wolf. You call whatever. wolves. There's a wolf call. You should know Laser Wolf. <laughs> you can call Laser Wolf at 720-463. Yeah. <laughs> for, for a good time, for a fast butt plug delivery. Fast, efficient I mean, butt plug delivery. From a delivery standpoint, I, I was racing from place to place to make sure that people got their stuff because that's how I made more money was get the right. delivery out, get back, pick up another delivery and get back yes. out there. And while like we could see the tips and all that kind of stuff, that did not dissuade me from being from getting the thing there. But then again, yeah, I mean, Samantha- You're just hauling uh, ass all around yeah, town. That's like, what I'd be doing. Right. Yep. Because you get paid uh, for the delivery in and of itself through GoPuff, plus you get a gratuity, so you right. wanted to do as many as possible. Yeah, plus all the extracurricular mm -hmm. stuff, you know. I know how I know I know how what you delivery drivers are about. <sighs> fucking right. disgusting. disgusting. And look, if folks, and, and look if they're if they're charging your account, <laughs> God, fucking heathens. Without delivering orders, you can always fight those charges. Well, and I'm gonna say, dude, I don't know. I was, I, I'm, I'm teetering. I kind of want to give them two stars because, I mean, at this point, like, <gasps> great. I just got to go to the grocery store now. I can't go to the grocery store because you're charging my account. Like in the middle of a pandemic, I, I maybe, what is this? Is this empathy for the? What is this feeling? What is happening? Sympathy I mean, what for if the it was? Oh my! Yeah, maybe so. Devil's, devil's hand grenade or something, whatever that is. Uh, devil's advocate. That's it. Devil's loop. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm gonna give him two stars because what? What if it's not total bullshit? Yes, the devil's loophole. Oh, that's <laughs> I was a, wondering when that was. That's a ghost through. callback. That's and... wow. You just call call back to something that, that didn't actually happen. It happened, but it didn't. <laughs> well, Halloween, dude, spooky. All right. Well, that's you. You know what? Two stars is great. Yeah, I do what I want. They're my stars. I, I know, I know. <laughs> so that's one point three 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 all around. All right. Well, you know, and Bill, you're you're right. There's there's three sides to a story. Like a pie. What? Like a high? What? <laughs> there's three sides to a story. You know, we, maybe it was accurate. Maybe maybe GoPuff couldn't get their <laughs> shit together and they couldn't ever deliver her stuff. You know, so. Who really knows? We don't have anybody's actual. You yeah, know, we don't have anyone from GoPuff to back us up on this story. Maybe she lives in a van down um, by the river. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go ahead and take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna jump into our highball happy hour. We work in bars that get three stars. I'm not your minion. Your opinion 
Hey. Hey guys. Guess what time it is? What time, <laughs> what is, time it? is it? It's, it's a, a three, three stars, stars podcast. podcast. Happy, happy hour. hour. It's a three, three stars, stars podcast. Happy hour. It's a three stars podcast. Happy hour. Let's get our drink on. I just realized we didn't do we didn't do shout outs. I fucking saw Baroness and uh, Kill Switch Engage. It was tight. It was tight. I'm super inspired. Okay. Brad, what are we doing for happy hour? We are drinking splificators. Splificators? <laughs> so you guys, um, I mean, Bill, you actually had asked me, I think you asked me what a highball was. <laughs> because the funny thing is about highballs is that they, they were requested as such by our parents' parents, right? Like in the 1960s, 1970s, they were like right up there with like the pink squirrel and the the Tom Collins, Brandy Separator, yeah, the Tom, like Tom Collins, uh, I the mean, Stinky Pinky. They were, they, <laughs> they were that up. requested as such, where you would just ask for a highball, and it was generally assumed that in in the United States, anyway, that it essentially was a whiskey, whatever the whiskey it was, and soda water. It has been many things. It has been brandy and soda water, scotch and soda, uh, Irish Blah. whiskey and soda, bourbon and soda, blended whiskey and soda. It, it, it is some form of spirit. Um, you could ask for a, uh, a tequila highball. There were any number of ways of ordering this cocktail. And the first mention of it dates back to the 1890s. Damn. But it actually, in terms of, of it being called a highball, but the drink itself goes back, you know, as we know these things, right? Like it, carbonated water happened, you know, in like the 1700s. And so having your spirit and carbonated water was entirely possible way back then. But then having it with ice was a completely different thing. The idea of having ice in your cocktail didn't even become a regular thing until the 1880s, right? Because you just didn't you didn't have you access didn't to have ice. ice. It yeah. was a yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Uh, I think it's a thousand, thousand ways to die in the West or something uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, where like I think like someone ends up dying by getting smashed by a giant block of ice. <laughs> yeah, I did see it. Didn't that come out over quarantine? Because there's a lot of really good movies that just like came out during quarantine and they just like no, disappeared. This was not a really good movie. Ah. It, it can't. It, it, all of the jokes were wasted in the first ten minutes. Okay, I do remember um, watching it vaguely. Yeah, no, it was not a good movie. Uh, but the but the highball was you know it was it started being called a reference as a highball at least the first time we see it in writing not until the 1890s and then there are all sorts of people fighting over who actually brought the drink to the united states whiskey soda and, like come on like <laughs> exactly well i mean again though like back then 
Right? That's... I was the first person to mix anything with soda. I was the first person to pour a beverage on ice. I invented cold fucking right. water. Like, shut up. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's pe- bartenders have been fighting over who made what drink first, you know, since since it became possible to mix this with that or anything else. I don't even I can't tell you who came up with the Vegas bomb, but I can tell you three different versions of it. Cranberry, you heathen. So the splificator, though, that yeah, is one the of the names. The splificator. Yeah, so, so that is one of the names associated with this drink. Uh, That's all I'm going to call it called, from moving forward. It was called the splificator, and according to David Wondrich, who is you know the the bar and spirits historian um, with, with no peer, he says that splificated was Irish slang. For being drunk. Awesome. I'm totally only going to refer it to the Splificator for now on. I'm going to start <laughs> drinking this all the time. I mean, it's well, like, what I, it's I'm just Splificator. A step away from a JMO Ginger, you know? I'm I a mean, Splificator. And what I think is funny is when you go, like, I, we used to say this all the time back when I smoked weed, but you would smoke a spliff. It smells a spliff. Do, do a J. Right. R- roll a dube. So I thought that that was really funny, and now I actually even wonder if that's where that came from. But yeah, the there are all these writings about it. Again, the majority I, I've mentioned this before, Bill. Uh, Differenceguide.com. Yeah, you've never has mentioned that before. An, <laughs> has an entire history of it, and uh, I mean it. It even goes into talking about where the word seltzer comes from which it's Ooh. German. Yeah. Uh, and it comes from the the town of Selter. So like it's Helter Selter. It, yeah. The, the article is great. <laughs> I'll put it, I'll, I'll make sure that I put it in the show notes. Uh, and the reason that, that I want to do highballs, aside from the fact that Bill and I were talking about, well, what do you have at your place and what do we have at our place? How nice is that, do, though? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that we can do the same thing for happy hour. And there was that, so it was it was nice and easy. However, just like the Cuba Libra, There's people a- have been coming into the bar lately in their early to mid-20s and ordering highballs. I think there's a as, there's like a as renaissance. Such. No, like, they have uh, not, really? There's no garnish. Does call, call for any garnish or anything? Not so. Not even so the modern, the modern garnish would actually be a lemon. Um, that's that's what, what it, lemon. Yeah, it was a. It's a. It's a lemon twist essentially, or you know, or a lemon slice or something along those lines. And the other reason that I wanted to do this is because a lot of people come in and they order ranch waters. And right. ranch water is just tequila soda with lime, right? Tequila is like, it's like you're supposed to put it in a little bit of lime juice. And one of my coworkers out at the airport had always said that he hated the term ranch water and didn't feel like Texans should be able to name a cocktail with tequila when they're fighting to have a wall built between <laughs> Texas and Mexico. So he renamed it a Jalisco Highball. That that tracks. Yeah. So That's pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's a lot more to this. I didn't realize it. Hibisco is what in the hibiscus? No, not province. Hi, not hibisco. Jalisco. <laughs> That's why I said hib, hib, hibisco. 
Nabisco. Nabisco. Yeah, it's a Nabisco yeah, highball. That's what I you thought. You make it with Nilla wafers. Oh, you you joke. <laughs> you mock me, sir. Well, that was a lovely happy hour. That really, like, there's a lot of history on the highball. I see, no joke. I thought, uh, honestly, it was a, just the glass, the type of glass he used. Can I have it in a highball? There you go. Done deal. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. So, okay. Is, so, so highball glass the- and a cons glass is the same glass. So can I get some clarification on that? Yeah. Essentially, if someone says a highball or a Collins, they're it's a tall, pretty interchangeable. Glass. It's a tall, skinny, tall, skinny glass, glass. Is what we're talking about. Not a pint glass. Not a cocktail Correct. glass. Not Correct. a not a coupe. Tall, skinny <laughs> glass. I am blaspheming. I ordered mine uh, double double. I ordered mine with animal fat. <laughs> animal totally style. Yeah, that's it. Animal style. <laughs> Did you put butter in it? All right. Shall we go ahead and move into dessert? Did I put butter it, in it? Yeah, because it's animal. <laughs> Did you say an udder? <laughs> Shall we go ahead and what? move on to dessert? I think we all poured them a little heavy. <laughs> we're doing fucking. We're doing Tom Collins. Oh, we're doing. What are we doing? Highballs. Highballs. There's your outtake right there. Highballs. Highballs. The balls Not are already balls. high. I'm, I'm six balls. foot one. And I'm high as shit. I live in Colorado. Dessert. Let's move on to dessert for the fifth what time. Is that? Des- dessert. Okay, dessert. Let's get that dessert. Sadly, sadly, seven deadly deserts. I can't even say it now. That's the tagline right there. Get get that dessert. All the kids are going to be saying it. Get Avi to say it right now. Dessert. Avi. Dessert. Get that dessert. Okay. Bam, famous. <laughs> Fuck you. Get it delivered by GoPuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bill, read the first uh, dessert. Okay, so I was going to – I have thoughts on the second one, though, just to be fair. I'll, I'll oh, read all right, the, you uh, can go ahead – no, go ahead. Then, Samantha, read the first one. You can go ahead and read the second one. All right, we're going to go ahead and move into dessert. the dessert section. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'll take the first one. This is, I love uh, that you. I love off. that you decided to like come back to a calm voice, as though I'm not going to leave in all of the stuff where we're cracking the fuck up. <laughs> All right. It's gonna be a dance on TikTok. I don't even have TikTok. (laughs) I do the zert. (laughs) The delay makes it even funnier, dude. (laughs) It's even worse. I know. (laughs) Okay. Line. Okay. This is a one star from Yelp. Of January 2021 from Boston, Massachusetts. Go Puff, of course. Sir. Here we go. (laughs) Sir. The item prices are ridiculously marked up in an insane amount, with some items almost double that of a grocery store. The convenience is great, but not worth the price at all. You don't have to go to the grocery store during a fucking pandemic. Like you said it in the fucking review. (laughs) For real. What? Sorry. Uh, you go to Vegas. You pay an insane amount in Vegas. Yeah, you go. To, you go to a strip club. You pay for the fucking convenience. They're ridiculously marked up. I actually would tell people all the time, especially once the pandemic like eased up a little bit, and you didn't. You could actually go to the liquor store. I kept telling people, 
do not order your booze from GoPuff because it is 25% more yeah. from GoPuff. And then you're going to tip on top of it as well. Like it, the prices were just insane. I think I actually text you, Bill, when I was making a delivery, I, I delivered a 750 of Jameson and it was $40 worth it. Let me the ask convenience you this. factor. Huh. The convenience factor. <laughs> how, about, how much? How much for? How much for four liters of Jameson and for you to pour them into the bathtub while some? While some I'll, I'll wear trunks. I'll, it went to the same place as the butt. This plug. is mid-pandemic. This is during. Pan oh yes, eh? The butt. Plug, I'm not paying for it, but if you want to bring it, I'm not. I, that wasn't negotiated. I'm not going to pay for it, but you can bring it if you want. <laughs> If you look, want a lot to. of all this, look, a lot of all this comes down to like a certain degree of planning, thing. right? Like when we were in the middle of the pandemic, we were buying four roses by the handle and we were buying Odell's by the case. Fucking right? A, and we were, Right. And we were, we were ready for the next week or, yeah. or however long that That's would last what you us. Do. Right. And when like, you know, we, we froze certain foods and all that the kind of stuff. <laughs> And we would make sure that we were prepared. And a lot of this just really comes down to being prepared. Like a lot of these people don't, they don't get their groceries at the store. They don't cook at home. They don't do any of these things. And so that's why they end up paying the amount that they're paying. I mean, this is January of 2021. This is already like well into the pandemic and you can go to the grocery store and get your stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to stop you right there because fuck that. Uh, I hated the I hated I hate the grocery store now. I don't know if the pandemic made it worse, but like exacerbated it. Like uh, I'll go to the liquor store. Like I there was definitely you masturbated in the grocery store. I I said ex, I said exacerbated, oh. which is like even better than. <laughs> uh, but like I know during the pandemic there was at least more than one occasion where I went to the liquor store twice in the same day, you know, and like. Uh, I lived in the hood. It was fucking. Yeah, those balls. were recording days. Yeah, <laughs> we called we called those work days. <laughs> we're we're workshopping some stuff, uh, but no. And I mean, like to circle back, like it's uh, you know, it's supporting that local business. Like, I don't I don't remember a time before King Supers. I remember Albertsons, but I don't remember a time before King Supers or um, Safeway. You know, like local like farmers markets and shit like that. I know you can seek them out, but the liquor store owner, that guy's your homie. That's uh, you know, like you need to fucking get get cozy with that local business owner. I feel like and just support that local business. Right by not ordering from GoPuff. By not ordering from GoPuff, walk no. your ass across the street, put on some pants, get some vitamin D. Oh. I'll tell you what. So, Bill, I definitely have thoughts on this next review also. Oh, yeah, I, no, I just read. I thought you might. I mean, I think because <laughs> it, it kind of is a good way to close out everything we've been talking about. These damn millennials and their their Facebooks and their TikToks. TikTok and feel so old. But yeah, you got a podcast? <laughs> Whatever, loser. <laughs> okay, so... So, good segue. Star wipe. <clears throat> One star, Yelp. Uh, May 2020. If you want to be ripped off, please order from them. My first time, the lady couldn't find my house, so she never came to deliver my stuff, and I paid for it. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> Second time, ordering from them, the guy didn't have change for my order. What delivery company doesn't have change for a small bill? Lots. 
during a pandemic and a national coin shortage, whether or not that was real. But still, I mean, I get where you're coming from, Boomer. I, well, I also never took cash. No one, like, I, I don't can't, understand that. There was a brief period, I don't think during pandemic, but, like, these nope. these delivery apps for a time would take cash. But, like, it, it was very short-lived. I don't ever remember not once being able to take cash, like, ha- like collecting. That we was never not took cash. an option. Oh, you can always take cash. For a little, a little something, a little something extra, Brad. No, no. Oh yeah, there's that video <laughs> content we've been talking about. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm insinuating that you suck dick for extra money. Yeah. No. <laughs> yes, so I the app, understood. The, you pay for everything on the app. Your credit card information is already logged into your app, into that app. So no, the only money that we would take would be if somebody gave us a cash tip which I think I got maybe once or twice. Right. And that, you know, so right. I don't know what this person is talking about. They must have left a review on the wrong place. And that kind of circles back to the last episode too, like with this all the automatic, like automatic payment, automatic gratuity, like the cash tips, the way of the, the paper transactions are going the way of the dinosaur. Yeah. And the, the whole thing about uh, the person not being able to find the house, let yes. me tell you something. So it happened a lot and it's because we are dependent or we, you know, when we were GPS. driving them, we were dependent. Yeah, we were dependent on either Google Maps or Apple Maps or, you know, Waze or whatever, one of those things. And I think it was Google Maps, while some of the directions would be very accurate when it comes to the city. And this is, I, I don't remember, was this one from Boston also? When it takes you down alleyways, no location. everything... No, this is from Denver. Oh, okay. Well, so even even so, the way that Google was able to get all of their stuff so quickly was they just went based off of trash routes. So I can't tell you how many wow, times we were brilliant. led into it. Yeah, we were, but we were led into an alley. We should do so tra- you're not seeing yeah. street numbers. We should like do a trash doing, episode. An alleyway. But no, right. no, I hear you. That's fucking brilliant, though. Or you're led into like, especially, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night and you, you know, you pull up to a complex where the buildings aren't numbered. I mean, I think I remember calling Samantha. I spent 15 to 20 minutes trying to find this one apartment. The buildings weren't numbered. The house wasn't like the apartment number wasn't numbered. I ended up having to like, I, I delivered it to the wrong place, and then I had to go back and get the bag when I actually figured out where the right place was. Well, how and awkward they, was that they, conversation? Well, no, like the person didn't hadn't I uh, I had left it outside, right? So, if I saw if I saw some free snackies, especially during like mid pandemic, yeah. I'm like I'm eating these, and then you come back. Oh, look at this! I'm like, Tasty oh damn treats. it, damn it! I totally fell for I it. Just, pirate. <laughs> You know, it's it, my porch. porch it's pirate. my porch. Porch pirate. I think there's just certain there's just certain things you just don't like. You don't realize being on the opposite <laughs> end of it. And I think that I I think in in a little bit of sympathy, if if I did not understand from the perspective that I had of working it, I would under I would sympathize more with this person and get pissed off. But at the same time, whenever you called and this is despite other people 
you know, complaining that everyone needed to be, you know, medicated and put in insane asylums, whatever it was they said. Um, the I, the I people were often the, the 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 operators were very helpful, right? They were they like the on your end we when you were delivering. With, yeah, they like they were they were extremely helpful, and I never once heard them being rude to yeah. anybody or anything. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know what to think of this review. It's <laughs> well, we're not rating it. So I know. It's okay, can rate these. All right, check please. What did we learn today? Certs. Um, you know, I'm going to go back to something that uh, Bill had said, and <laughs> it, and it was the it was the convenience factor. Um, the more we started talking about this, the more that really ripped through my head. You know, Bill said that he worked for Amazon for a little while, and he never wanted to order from Amazon again, and that lasted like. A month or whatever whatever the time frame was that he said and i've thought that so many times like i can't stand the the you know the billionaires of the world just you know making billions and paying pennies but the convenience factor has me ordering all the time from amazon and i can see the convenience factor having people you know, order their takeout food yeah. and whatnot. I, this, I actually have a, more of an issue with because it's one thing, you know, like I said, we can eat in our house for weeks because we have, you know, food stored up, frozen in cans, whatever it is. Like back in the day. You know, it's just a matter of whether like or Oregon not we trail and yeah, shit. It, it's, a, yep. it's, <laughs> it's a matter of whether yeah. or not we feel <laughs> like cooking. But look, last night, Neither of us felt like cooking, so what do we do? We ordered in Chinese, right? So I mean, the, wait, the you ordered in Chinese, really... or you ordered Chinese food? I'm yes, confused. You uh, can speak Samantha, Chinese. Samantha's a cunning linguist. <laughs> <laughs> we got Italian food, but we ordered it in Chinese. Waka waka. waka. <laughs> so we we ordered Chinese food to our house, right? And that's how like. It, it just is that way, right? <laughs> so anyway, it, it's just the, the convenience factor gets us no matter what we agree or disagree with. Ultimately, it really does get to us all. So, you know, that's what I learned. All right. I'm going to piggyback off you. I, uh, I was thinking about just like, you know, <laughs> I don't even know what she's laughing about anymore. <laughs> the time space continuum. <laughs> Um, the delay so heavy. <laughs> it's just, I can just pepper in these time travel jokes. <laughs> I didn't build the fucking thing. <laughs> um, okay, so I was, I, I, as some of you know, I'm a bit of a philosopher, but uh, this this whole thing had got me thinking about like, uh, there's a term I can't I can't remember it now, but it's like the illogic of logic, or like like the, like just uh, and there's a term flying around now called late stage capitalism, and I had to Google it, and it just turns out that that's like kind of what I'm thinking about. It's like because we're making these monopolies, like we're feeding into this thing that we know is like probably not what's best for us, and then these people turn around and become. You know, like so powerful, they have you know, like they're, they're lobbyists. Like fucking Mark Zuckerberg is like, uh, you know, like people give a shit about what he thinks. You know, it's but he has like so much power, and it's all because of stupid ass Facebook. He's the sausage king of Chicago, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's Pizza Papa. I thought, uh, you know, what I'm talking about. Uh, but it's like so the late capital, late stage capitalism is a 
German econo uh, economist Werner Sombart, and it is talking about you know uh, everything basically since 1940s, like since post World War II, and just how like it's I, it's like a it's it's from what I'm getting from Wikipedia because I fucking really phoned it in. Uh, I actually video phoned it in. Uh, <laughs> it's like an orthodox Marxist explanation of you know post war. Uh, economy in the 40s and like i think it's kind of like not to nerd out too hard that's kind of like why we are where we are as a country is the shit like this just just like oh this it's always going to be this fucking boom economy and that's not how shit works you know like now we know about things like carbon emissions and fucking floating islands in the of trash in the in the fucking ocean you know like we wouldn't know about these things or it wouldn't be so well known we're not from the internet and i just think that's you know, rather real. than that that that's not real island of, no that was made in a studio you don't even have prove it you can't so is the moon landing bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know uh but i mean if i'm driving at any point it's just that like i it's it's you know like think globally act locally like yeah it's convenient to what what did i say 1.6 billion dollars or some shit like that's crazy during a pandemic like and to give nothing back like I don't know. There's just that doesn't sit right with me. I'm. It affects me as a person. I, I still am going to use Amazon, dude. But it's. I mean, like it's these little changes. You know, it just keeps clicking in my brain that like, just little tweaks here and there about your behavior. It, it goes a long way. You know, you can affect the world around you rather than be affected by. I mean, whatever. <laughs> I'm done. Bill's soapbox. Yeah. Be the change. Behind um, up on boxes with bills. <laughs> yeah, I learned that uh, Grubhub really does rip apart the restaurant, the service industry. You know, when especially during a time when the service industry was struggling to stay alive, Grubhub just pretended to be the savior, but really they were not. They were ripping to service the restaurants apart by taking way more than they should have. Um, which is, uh, you know, it's sad because, and you know, and there's the flip side of that coin. It's had, had, had we not have these delivery services around, you know, how many people would have gone out to pick up their own food during the lockdown? Not very many. Yeah, it, it was fucking so, I mean, rough. It's, it's, it's a really unfair double-edged sword, really unfair double-edged sword. Um, but at, at the end of the day, we still have Grubhub, we still have GoPuff, we still have DoorDash, and I don't know what GoPuffs, uh, what they get from consumers or or how they really profit. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously there was a huge markup, but I mean with Grubhub and DoorDash and Uber Eats, we don't need them as much anymore. Yes, the convenience is nice. However, if they are still gouging and nickel and diming restaurants there should be a retaliation you know it's we're getting back on our feet and and restaurants should be retaliating yeah. they should start their own delivery system what? uh the restaurants should so that way they're not losing as much money like an anti-yelp movement only with grubhub with third, third party delivery drivers is how i should be saying that yeah you know really quickly one thing that we didn't mention and samantha you had just uh you had just touched on this but it was like how, how they make their money and, and 
and yeah, GoPuff is essentially like their own warehouse, right? So they get things at wholesale prices, just like any supermarket, and then they mark up their prices and have them delivered. But they have to mark up their prices even higher because the amount that they have to pay to get those things to the people versus people coming to them is much higher. And then you had mentioned, uh, you know, the the boom. Mm -hmm. You both mentioned the boom that that Grubhub and DoorDash had. DoorDash actually posted its first profits during the pandemic. They had not posted profits prior to that. And then they basically doubled down on all that, went public, and then and then they actually started tanking again. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Anyways, I, that's what I learned along with the highball. Okay. Well, thank you for tuning in. We greatly appreciate, again, all of you for listening. Uh, go ahead and make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and give that little heart, a uh, little little click-click and little thumbs-up click-click, and go ahead and hit subscribe. Um, if you want to contact us, you're more than welcome to email us at threestarspodcast at gmail.com, or you can call Bill at 720-459. <laughs> Um, yeah. Thanks again for, for supporting us. We all appreciate you. Have a great rest of your morning, your night, your afternoon, wherever you are. And come on back. You hear? Let's get some cert. Certs. <laughs> oh my God. I hope that came out all right. <laughs>